0: When you're Almost Famous, you just might find yourself live on air on WATD. Hour 2 of Almost Famous begins now. Welcome to the second hour of Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD and the beginning of the Almost Famous podcast. We are brought to you each and every Tuesday night by Tiny and Sun's Glass. And for the next two weeks, brought to you by the Levitate Music Festival, we're going to be uh, giving away some tickets to the festival, I believe, uh, next week, so we'll tell you all about that also on Americana Rambo with Mike Joshua, Monday through Thursday, 10 till 1 a.m., he'll be giving, giving away some tickets as well. We are on the tiny stage tonight, time to introduce you to some live local music, and tonight on the tiny stage, we're being joined by Rachel Marie. How you doing?
1: I'm all right. How are you?
0: I am great. It's good to have you back. It's been a few years, and uh, it's been uh, a lot of songs. So um, for those who might not be familiar with you, tell us who is Rachel Marie.
2: Who am I? I don't know. I'm a folk singer. I I don't know. I feel like I did this last time. I have no idea what to say about myself <laughs> when people ask me about myself. Make something up. Uh, I sing songs. And my hair is blue, but it's not always blue, but it's blue right now. Uh, but Hana Khan also has blue hair right now, so that then you wouldn't be able to tell us <laughs> apart. Anyway.
0: I Very cool. And uh, you're, you're, you're in the Boston area, but not necessarily from the Boston area.
2: No, I'm from Pennsylvania. Cool. Yeah.
0: How did you make your way to, uh, to the big city?
2: I actually went to grad school for early music in Cambridge. Um, and sort of the funny thing is about that is just earlier today I was uh, singing in the Boston Early Music Festival. I did a fringe concert with a couple of friends I went to grad school with. Um, but so after I graduated with a degree in historical performance and was singing a bunch of baroque music, I just went straight back to singing folk music anyway.
0: So, so songwriting was in your life before you you went to school for music.
2: Yeah. Definitely. It's like two different aspects of my personality. Like, well, not personality, but two different aspects of my musical self that I started writing when I was a really little kid because my dad was a songwriter, and so that just made sense to me. I would see that and be like, cool, I'll write songs. That sounds nice. Um, So I have been writing songs since I was like eight, definitely, and singing them and performing them. And then when I was in college sort of discovered the chamber music, um, Baroque period stuff, decided, well, if I'm going to be a professional vocalist in that world, then I definitely need to go to grad school for it, and then went to grad school for it, and then just went back to my own stuff, for the most part.
0: That's very, very cool. And uh, one week from tonight... You are uh, making, uh, you're, you're appearing at uh, Club Pass Seam. Is this your first time playing Club Pass Seam as a featured performer?
2: It is, yeah. I've played Campfire before and I've done Tribute Night, but this is my first bill.
0: Nice. Yeah. So uh, I'll tell you what, let's uh, let's hear a song and then we'll talk about what's happening <laughs> One week from this evening, although I'm kind of disappointed that you're taking some of our listeners away to your show, but it's still a Rachel Marie show, so it's definitely worth it. But they can
2: listen to the podcast that, later. That's very
0: true. They can listen it's to the podcast. It's so great
2: that it's a podcast.
0: Yes. I'm not sure who I'm on. I think we have um, uh, Sean England on next week. So oh, cool. listen to uh, his podcast, On Your Way Home from Club Passim.
2: Yes. <laughs>
0: um, so uh, what are we listening to first tonight, Rachel?
2: Um, I think... As a sort of intro to what the whole show is about at Passim, I'm going to play a song called Rededication.
0: Okay, we'll talk about the song, too, after this. Rachel Marie, 95.9 WATD, the tiny stage is yours. (laughs) ¶¶ That is Rachel Marie on the tiny stage this evening, 95.9 WATD. Fantastic. Talk about Thanks. that song.
2: Um, one of the interesting things about that song is it's the only song I've ever written by commission. And I partly want to do more of that and partly I'm completely terrified about it.
0: Now talk about what that means.
2: Um, well, so I wrote that song for uh, my friend Jody's consecration as a presbyter in the Moravian church. Uh, which basically just means that she had been an ordained minister. She'd been a pastor for a period of years, and being ordained as a presbyter is uh, someone's rededication to their ministry, which is why the song is called Rededication. And she asked me to write a song for that service um, and gave me a scripture passage. So that made it sort of easy that she gave me a scripture passage. So I had something to base it on. Um, and it was it was a really wonderful experience, but also because there was a deadline, there was a lot of pressure, and I also felt like, this is for a specific important moment in your life, and I really hope you love it, because otherwise, that's really disappointing. Um, but I think it ended up working out really, really well, and I really like that song, and I never would have written it if Jody hadn't said, hey, I want you to write a song for this thing, can I pay you? Um. So that's cool, and I and I would love to provide more of that sort of thing for people. But it's also kind of scary to have a deadline and a purpose like that.
0: But it also might kind of you know add to the you know it would kind of push you to yeah push yourself to go you know beyond what you might think you're capable of.
2: Yeah, and I also get stuck in songwriting sometimes. A lot of the time when I'm writing songs, I'll like, I'll come up with a verse or some hook or some refrain or chorus that I think is really cool and really meaningful and impactful. And then because I find that's so inspiring, I can't just sort of force myself to push a song out. I want it to all be right and meaningful and you know beautiful and profound. And sometimes I just let songs sit around for years because they're just like a verse or a chorus. So having having a real push to finish a song is, I think, something I need more of. And maybe I need to, like, create those boundaries for myself.
0: Now, hearing that song, it kind of reminded me of the first time that you were here and you described your music in a way that I've heard other people say, and I think you you, you coined the phrase sneaky Jesus songs. Does that still hold true to your, your yeah. style?
2: I mean, that one is not so sneaky, obviously. Um, but I was thinking about that, actually, uh, last night when I was thinking about coming down here, that it's really cool It's really cool that I'm doing this show tonight to promote a show that I'm playing with Lindsay Sampson because when I was on your show the first time, that was the first time that Lindsay Sampson heard me say, you know, like, identify this category of sneaky Jesus music. And she was really excited about it. And now we're playing this show (laughs) in a week that's, like, centered on how our faith does and does not appear in our music and our lives and the world. So it's kind of a really cool, a really cool full circle thing.
0: Now, how does your faith influence your music?
2: Um, a lot of the time I think about the more political songs I write and I realize that, well, I guess lately I think about the more political songs that I write and realize how much My faith influences how I engage politically, and not, I don't know. I guess I like there's a part of me that wants to, you know, sort of like separate church and state, but there's no way that I can separate the way that I relate to my faith with how I relate to like the political world and I don't know, like socioeconomic justice and things that I think have a lot to do with policy and leadership. But also those things are totally grounded in my faith. So I think it used to be just like I would talk about community and like really mean Christian community. Or I would talk about my relationship with a greater power and like really mean God. And I would write about Jesus or scripture passages in ways that people didn't really know that I was writing about scripture. And in the past few years, it's definitely shown up more politically than it used to.
0: One thing that I've heard too, you know, time and time again on this show, you know, whether it's writing about politics, whether it's writing about relationships, whether it's writing about even topics such as depression, um, people say that, you know, I I used to think that, you know, I, I never wanted to play this song out because I d- didn't think that anybody would be able to relate to it. And those are the songs that people tend to relate the most to.
2: Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's also amazing about Lindsay's music that like, Because of, and it's part of the reason that we connect as artists and as people, is there are a lot of people that would never know how many of Lindsay's songs are, like, based in her relationship with faith and her relationship with God. But because of where I come from with songwriting, I hear so many of her songs that... And she talks about this, especially with her band Visiting Wine, that like they'll get a room full of people like singing and stomping along and they're sharing in a very genuine spiritual experience that doesn't necessarily have to relate directly to Lindsay's relationship with faith in God. And I think that kind of stuff is really cool. Exactly.
0: Kind of like a kind of like a universal message. Yeah. We have Rachel Marie. She is on our tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. Rachel, what's your website if people want to follow you online?
2: RachelMarie.com.
0: Very simple. And how how is Rachel spelled?
2: R-A-C-H-E-L.
0: Ah, great. (laughs) Let's do some more music and then let's do some more talking. What are we doing next?
2: Cool. Um, Since I was talking about how the political aspects of my life are influenced by the Jesus aspects of my life, I will play a song about that, I think. Um, I'll play Hello, Stranger.
0: All right. Rachel Marie, 95.9, WATD. The Tiny Stage is yours. ¶¶
1: taught by the stories of a Middle Eastern man that I should give when I can, especially in dangerous times, especially when everyone.
0: That is Rachel Marie joining us on the tiny stage right here on Almost Famous on the South Shores radio station. I am John Shea, and you're learning about the local music community. Rachel, talk about how that song was written, if you would.
2: That song has an interesting beginning. Um, well, an interesting sort of set of beginnings. That One of the beginnings of that song was... Uh, when they like began oh gosh I don't know actually now I'm just making stuff up like I want to talk about I I feel like it was leading up to the the election this past presidential election and um sort of a, a fear of what's the word when you're a fr- oh gosh Oh, my brain has gone blank well, really okay, so so part of it was like the whole like Muslim ban rhetoric. why don't I remember the, I'm gonna remember the word for the thing that I'm thinking of in like three hours <laughs> um, anyway, uh so just like sort of a fear of the other and especially of um Muslims and people of color, and I was. I was working at a cafe at the time, and I had all these, like, leftover salads in my backpack as I was going to church in Copley Square, because I go to Trinity as often as I can. I'm really unreliable. Um, Anyway, I go to the services there, and I was walking through Copley Square and was like, I don't need all these salads in my backpack. I work at a cafe. I can have free salad tomorrow. So I was just, like, you know, going up to people and saying, hey, I have this stuff I don't need it all. Do you want this food? And just, like, how easy that is and how, like, that's the Christian thing to do, in my opinion, is to say, like, hey, buddy, you don't look like me. I don't know you. I don't know anything about your life. But, like, I don't need all this stuff that I have. So that was sort of, like, the impetus of the first verse. And then, of course, me being, like, yeah, and plot twist. Jesus was this Middle Eastern dude, you know, like, in people... (sighs) We could talk about like Whitewashing Jesus But we don't have to do that Um, So that was sort of like The impetus of the first verse And the, the start of the chorus Was my dad had found A mad magazine from the 70s In his basement And there was a poster in it That was the American flag But there was text written out You know where the stripes go And it was sort of a modified pledge that was, I will pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands when it is one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all, including, and then a bunch of racial slurs, which I, like, I used to have it on my wall because I liked the sentiment of it, and then it started making me feel really uncomfortable because I was like, we're past this moment where that sounds inclusive, and now we're in this moment where, like... I don't want those racial slurs on my wall. But the sentiment was like, I'm going to pledge allegiance to this flag when there is liberty and justice for actually everyone and not just like white male landowners. Um, And then my dad sent that to me because it made him think of me. And I was like, oh, my dad can't think, like when my dad sees something about racial justice, he thinks of me. <laughs> like that made me feel good. Um, So that was sort of where the chorus came from was this flag that was like i will pledge allegiance when plot twist we're actually doing what we say we want to do and then the rest of the song just got like you know peppered with the political and jesus
0: and that's one of the songs yeah. from you that's available up on spotify right
2: that's true yeah
0: we've played that before and i love that yeah, song. so thanks. thanks for playing that tonight <laughs> Rachel Marie is on our Tiny stage tonight. We are brought to you every Tuesday by Tiny and Son's Glass. We have a word from Tiny right now. I'll look at the forecast, and then we're back with more of Rachel Marie on 95.9 WATD. Keep it right here. We're the South Shore's radio station, 95.9 WATD. And welcome back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from all across New England, here on the South Shore, into Boston, and... All across New England. And of course, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. My name is John Shea. Follow us on Facebook tonight. We'll post uh, post some pictures of Rachel later on. Uh, on Facebook.com slash almost famous radio. Also, Instagram at almost famous radio. We have a podcast too. If you missed any of tonight's show, it'll be posted later on tonight. You can find us by searching for almost famous WATD on, uh, on iTunes or now Apple Music since iTunes is going away very soon. And, um, yeah, check us out. Rachel, how you doing in there?
1: I'm doing all right.
0: You sad about iTunes going away?
1: I just don't understand what it really
2: means. <laughs> like, am I not going to get podcasts anymore because I don't have Apple Music? I'm confused. Am I going to have to get my podcasts on Spotify? I don't know. I
0: think Apple podcast. I think Apple is is spinning off like the iTunes store into like a whole bunch of different categories. So One they're of them still is... going
2: to give me my free podcast. Yes, you can
0: still listen to Almost <laughs> Famous. <laughs>
2: Perfect. I don't have to it. <laughs>
0: exactly. Great. Uh, Give another introduction as to who you are.
2: I'm Rachel Marie. I'm a folk singer. I like... I don't know. (laughs) I like tea and... Long walks on the beach. Yeah. Uh, I don't go on many long walks on the beach, but they're nice.
0: (laughs) We're actually two minutes from the beach right now, so. Yeah, true. It's it's nighttime, but we can still get there.
2: (laughs) It's still pretty at night.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Um, So, uh, did you share with us your website, maybe uh, social media, online information, AOL, Instant Messenger, anything like that? Oh,
2: my gosh. Um, I don't even remember what my screen name was. Uh, I'm sure I had a lot of them. My website is RachelMarie.com, R-A-C-H-E-L. You can search for me on Facebook, but the handle is Music. My Instagram handle is Lyrical Nonsense, which is less intuitive, but you can find it, I promise. And if you go to my website, you can learn anything you want.
0: Excellent. And upcoming shows, this one one week from tonight.
2: One week from tonight. I will be at Club Passim with Lindsay Sampson and Jim Trick in the round. And the show that we're doing, we are calling, oh, I should have written it down. What if. What's the tagline? I should know. We wrote it together. Anyway, the show is called All's Not Lost, and it's a musical exploration of compassionate, evolving faith.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. What are the, uh, the start time and uh, ticket information details?
2: Uh, tickets are available at Passim. Is it Passim.org? I think it is, yes. Gosh, I should know these things. Um, there's If you find my Instagram, the ticket link is in my bio. There's also you know the events on my Facebook page. Um, Doors are at seven. Show is at eight. Um, A lot of the front tables are sold out, but there are still some tables available. So,
0: good food there too. Get
2: yourself a table. Such good food. I'm always disappointed when whatever soup they have has gone away, and then they give me the new soup, and then it's also amazing. That's my pastime experience: grilled
0: cheese and soup. And uh, random fact of the night: Matt Smith, um, the uh, director of Club Passim, lives in Marsh or not? Not lives in Marshfield, but he's from Marshfield.
2: Oh wow! 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 So I think his
0: family is still here, so he stops by every once in a while. Nice. <laughs> so, um, let's do uh, do some more music. What are we listening to next?
2: Oh gosh, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of a, an actual sneaky Jesus song, but the only thing I can think of is "Not Okay," which I'm sure I played last time. Although last time there wasn't a music video for "Not Okay." And there Very it is true. now. So.
0: Yeah, do that song. We haven't heard that one yeah. in a while. It's been a couple of years, so.
2: It's, it's been a minute. <laughs> it's
0: been a minute, exactly. How long is a minute?
2: I have no idea.
0: Not like a minute minute, but an actual, you know, a minute as in it's been a while.
2: I don't know. It's, I think it's whatever you need it to be. <laughs> exactly. It's like, it's like the, the room of requirement in Harry Potter. A minute is whatever you need it to be. <laughs>
0: Rachel Marie, whatever you want to play, it's yours. And that is Rachel Marie. She's in studio with with us tonight on the Tiny Stage on 95.9 WATD. Fantastic job on that. Thanks. I love the, uh, the sentiment of that song, especially, you know, the um, um, I'm not okay and it's okay. How did that song happen?
2: That song, and that's that's an interesting, it's such an interesting example of the, like, sneaky Jesus thing and exactly what you were talking about, about messages being relatable. And I, like, I often think about it, like... Like, if I were a novelist, you know, like, if someone reads your book, they have their own experience of the book. Um, Like, what you wrote doesn't really necessarily dictate to anywhere near the degree you think it might how someone experiences something. And I think that song is really similar. And that song started um, when I was at the summer camp that I went to growing up was a church camp. And my friend Andy was giving a sermon one evening um, by the lakeside, which I just remember so clearly. Um, and it was about being a fixer-upper and just as a as a person, being a fixer-upper and inviting Jesus in and letting Jesus, uh, you know, do the things that he can do to our souls that we can't do to help ourselves. And I sort of obviously took the fixer upper metaphor and just uh, wrote wrote my personal experience of feeling like I needed to do everything by myself and I needed to do everything well and I needed to be okay, and that if I wasn't okay, it was my fault. And I sort of took that from being about Jesus stepping in and helping me to being about my church community stepping in and helping me, and then taking that to mean community on the whole. And then by the time we got to the music video that I shot. um, (laughs) Why can't I think about time? I don't know. Maybe six months ago. It came out in February. Um, By the time we got to the music video, the music video is like just straight up about chosen family um, that my best friend Louie comes in. And after I've like built myself a fortress of these cardboard blocks and I lock myself in my bedroom and written on these cardboard blocks are all the things that are lies that I've told myself, you know, that's sort of how it's painted in the music video, but I, I had, um, friends and, um, other folks write on these cardboard blocks sort of lies that we've told ourselves that hold us back, um. Including a bunch of people on the local music scene, which was awesome. Jim Trick and Lindsay Sampson both did a brick. Jim's brick said middle school bullies were right, which is one of my favorite bricks. Because it's so specific and so real. Anyway, um, so the music video became about Chosen Family. That I build up this wall and my best friend Louie comes in and busts down this wall. And then helps me be better, and then we go outside to a fire, and me and a bunch of my chosen family throw all these bricks in a fire and burn down these false foundations. Um, and also, some people on the scene were in that music video, too. Pratique was in that music video.
0: What a great concept for a video. That's amazing.
2: It was so much fun.
0: And what I'll, what I'll try and do is I'll try and link that up on our Facebook page oh, um, cool. while, we, while you play your next song, and we can... We can see if we can uh, get some more views for you.
1: Ooh, wow.
0: You um, you have a couple of singles. I know you uh, you had uh, released an album shortly beca- before you came on the show the last time, um, which may have been even before you were here in the Boston area. Um, Maybe. But um, do you have any plans to uh, go back into the studio?
2: Um, I'm in the writing process right now, um, you know, writing and demo recording. And I have a concept for an album that's definitely more... Structured of a concept that I've ever had before. It's not like a straight-up concept album that I'm thinking about, but um, something that's definitely giving me direction for writing, which is not a way that I've approached an album before, and that's really exciting to me. Um, So I'm in the baby stages for that reason, that I'm being deliberate, really deliberate about the way I'm writing. But whenever that actually starts to come to more concrete fruition, I'm really excited to share it.
0: Sounds great. Let's uh, do some more music, and I'll post that link. What are we listening to next?
2: Um, I think probably we'll we'll just keep going the sneaky Jesus route. Um, is this song even sneaky Jesus? I don't know. Um, but
0: let the listeners decide.
2: Yeah, we'll let the listeners. <laughs> we're we're not sure. Um, this next song is called Demons, and it's one that is that will definitely be going on the next record whenever that. Happens.
0: Sounds great. Rachel Marie, The Tiny Stage is yours, 95.9 WATD.
1: Bring your demons to the table, set a place, pull up a chair. We'll give them voice. Treat them with care. You can tell me you've been using again, that you've been abusing your friends, that you've been lying and stealing, losing all feeling, and I love every piece of you, the demons too. Bring your demons to my door, all are welcome here. I've faced them before, and some have feared. But honey, you can call me high and tell me that you want to die, that you're afraid to break your daddy's heart, that it'll hurt too much to start. That you won't win That you won't win The parts of you that lash out that gnash teeth and sold out need your love and don't deserve the shame They can share their skin And let the light answer in if we call them each by name. Bring your demons to my door, all are welcome. Bring your demons to my door, all are welcome. Bring your demons to my door, all are welcome. Bring your demons to my door.
0: Rachel Marie, 95.9, W.A.T.D. Talk about how that song happened.
2: (sighs) I was at the Lizard Lounge open mic challenge. (laughs) Um, Not that that is relevant, but there are these things that like so many of these songs, it's part of what I was talking about earlier, that so many of the songs I write just have this like one little moment of like, okay, a song starting now. Um, And I was at the Lizard Lounge open mic challenge when I got a song, got a song, got a text from a friend um, saying that she had relapsed that she's an addict and um, and that like she she didn't want to tell my mom and she didn't like uh, she was just scared and didn't know who to talk to and and I just was filled immediately with this feeling of like gosh why do people feel ashamed like when if you, you know, if you're a drug user who's been clean for years and then you use once or you use for a week, then it's just like big old pile of shame. Like you lose, you, you lose your streak, you know, and you lose like you can no longer say you've been clean for however many years. So what's the point that it um, when friends have come to me and told me that they've relapsed and, and sort of been in, enveloped by shame it just makes me so upset. <laughs> and so i that was a, one of those songs where I sort of like... Sometimes I will literally just like lift lines from text messages. And uh, some of the things that I really wanted to communicate to her, like that you shouldn't be ashamed. And if we're going to fight your demons together, first of all, it's like it's the same message is not okay. Like we're doing this together. You're not fighting your demons by yourself. We're on a team. Um, and also... We can't fight your demons if we pretend your demons don't exist. Like, if we just live in shame and shove all these things down, we're not going to address them. And so it started there, and then actually I got inspiration from um, Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Ness, which was one of my favorite podcasts, that he had a guest who was taking an approach, I can't remember his name for the life of me, But he was taking an approach to addiction that was not sobriety or nothing, which I found really interesting and compelling. And I think a lot of that was just trying to get away from shame. Um, And so that sparked things back up again after listening to that episode of Getting Curious. Um, So, yeah, that was really just a message. It was a message to one of my friends personally that I thought was really important to have out in the world and not just like in a set of text messages.
0: What a great story. Thanks. Um, that is Rachel Marie. Um, I know uh, earlier tonight you've talked about um, you you're doing the show with Lindsay Sampson of uh, Visiting Wine uh, next uh, Tuesday night at Passim. You mentioned critique uh, as well, um, who's in the music video. But um, who, are, who are you listening to on the local scene? Who are some of your favorite musicians playing out in the Boston area?
2: Um, well, Jim Trick is also on the bill next week, and he's one of my absolute favorites. Um, and one of the interesting things about Jim is that he um, he's between the three of us who are going to be on the stage and sort of like discussing Christianity and faith and religion and politics and sex and whatever. Um, he's on the most... Conservative end of the three of us and came from the most evangelical background but it doesn't really show up in his music and I sort of I'm I'm really excited his music is very positive and very uplifting a lot of the time but it doesn't necessarily have the sort of sneaky Jesus vibes that mine and Lindsay's music has so I'm really excited to talk about that and I love Jim Trick also my recent obsession has been Grace Morrison who I've been fortunate enough to play like four or five shows with in the past month, and she's amazing. she just released an album called Reasons that's amazing. And I was listening to it on the way down here. I'm not even kidding. I love her so
0: much. She is so good. She was. Uh, she's been on the show um, many times over the years. Um, in a, a bluegrass band that she had way back yeah. when called the RSO, and she's done some solo stuff and stuff with the band. So she's just yeah. genre crossing. Music, yeah. everything she does is amazing.
2: I love it. I also, um, who else did I recently play a show with? Oh, no, I just blanked. That's awful. <laughs> That's so bad.
0: Well, look, if it comes back to you, just yeah. blurt it out. <laughs>
2: also, yeah, in the middle of a song, I'll be like, this is who I forgot I love.
0: <laughs> <laughs> how about nationally? Who did you grow up listening to, and how about present day?
2: Um, I grew up listening to a lot of, like, Paul Simon, James Taylor, Indigo Girls. I'm sure I mentioned last time I was here, I've been to more Indigo Girls concerts than I can count, which is thanks to my mom. Um, Yeah, I don't even remember what artists I just rattled off. But then, like, big influences of my dad's definitely were, like, Bob Dylan. And my parents were, you know, sure that I knew a large amount of Pete Seeger and Woody Guthrie and Arlo Guthrie um, and I got to see Pete before he died which was I felt like I was seeing Santa Claus it was like it felt unreal amazing yeah <laughs> um, and then other other big influences of mine actually um, I guess nowadays for my own personal career I feel like those were the people I was listening to when I was like not thinking about I mean, I still listen to those people. I'm. I still love Paul Simon. Out the wazoo, but um,
0: what is a wazoo?
2: I don't know what a wazoo is, and I was afraid that when I paused, you were going to ask. <laughs> Maybe it's a kazoo, but you you just can't say "ku" ca because you're got the you you have the kazoo in your mouth. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but uh, more influential on my own personal growth as an artist. Actually, this is fun because for the past like year or so. Um, that I've been in my relationship with my partner, John, I've made a point to take him to see different people who I'm like, this person is part of the reason I do what I do. Like, they showed me how it could be done in a way that I, like, was able to do myself and that was inspirational to me. Um, And those people have included joe jenks and actually wonderfully lisa bastoni was opening for joe jenks when i took him to see joe jenks so that was perfect that was like two birds with one stone and also lisa's a local artist i love Um, and i took him to see john elliott and i need to take him to see raina rose but she doesn't really tour a lot and I wanted to take him to see Nobody's Girl at the Me and Thee, but we couldn't go. So instead of that, I took him to see Rebecca lobie's CD release at Passim. So it's like Joe Jenks, Rebecca Loby, John Elliott, Raina Rose, and then I got to see Nobody's Girl in Kerville when I was at Kerrville Folk Festival a couple of weeks ago. So I got to see Grace Pettis and Betty Sue too, and he hasn't gotten to see them yet. But it's been fun to just like make a little list in my head of, like, who the necessary people are for my partner to see to really, like, understand why I'm doing what I'm doing.
0: Amazing. Let's, um, let's do some music. Let's hear some of those influences. What are we listening to next?
2: Oh, no, I don't know. Also, did I neglect to mention Patty Griffin? Of course I did. She's
0: great, too. Local girl, too. From Maine, I think.
2: I just love her. Huh. I don't know. What should I sing, John?
0: totally up to you it's your call your show
1: is
2: it my show i thought it was your show
0: i'll flip a coin
2: <laughs> well you did mention that since the album i did put out one single which i wrote for the season of advent but it's really for all the time i'm not sure if i know how to play it but i could try
0: yeah i just wing it live radio why not
2: <laughs> exactly so that that single was looking for light
1: town of Bethlehem bore me I was born in the bubble of my mother's loving womb a path had been made Within us all there is light. There are people in darkness. We are in darkness, but within us all there is light. Are we a nation built on liberty and justice? Are we a nation built on rule and law? i hear children blindly pledge themselves declaring indivisibly that all these things exist in fact for all but will strength forever lead to strength and crime to cry my god when will you save the people because after all this time you told your leaders they were hypocrites and you were killed for what you said now if you said please just leave me alone We are a nation of unclean, whitewashed tombs, standing strong and proud as we ride through. Oh, there are people in darkness. We are in darkness but within us all there is light. There are people in darkness. We are darkness, but within us all there is light. So I follow
0: Rachel Marie, 95.9 WATD, fantastic job on that. Thank you. Let's uh, talk about that song after the break, and uh, I think we have one more song after that. Does that work for you? Works for me. All right, 95.9 WATD, more after this. We're your radio station, the South Shores 95.9 WATD. And welcome back to Almost Famous ninety five nine WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from all across the region here on the South Shore, into Boston, and across New England. Brought to you by Tiny and Son's Glass. And tonight we're on the Tiny stage for a little bit longer with Rachel Marie. How you doing?
1: Doing all right.
0: You sound fantastic tonight. Thank, Thank you for you. coming to the South Shore.
1: Yeah, of
0: course. Um, so uh, share with us again your website and online information.
2: RachelMarie.com. dot com. R A C H E L. Um. Facebook, the handle is Rachel Marie Music. Instagram, the handle is Lyrical Nonsense. Twitter, the handle is Rachel Marie SCH, but I never do anything on Twitter except like retweet my friends. Um, you can also find me on Patreon. I neglected to mention that completely. Patreon.com slash Rachel Marie Music. I do a behind the scenes video every month. I also do a cover every month that my patrons help choose. Um, and. Uh, the higher levels get things like demos of the songs that i'm working on so you can hear about the baby stages of my upcoming album eventually if yeah there's some demos up there anyway
0: we have a uh, mike joshua with americanorama coming up next at 10 o'clock here on the radio station but we have time for one more song from you what are you taking us home with tonight uh, oh by the way we, we, have, to, we have to plug the other uh, past theme show
2: oh yeah oh my gosh
0: yeah a week from tonight
2: Goodness, a week from tonight, uh, me, Lindsay Sampson, and Jim Trick, All's Not Lost, A Musical Exploration of Compassionate, Evolving Faith, and tickets are available on Passim.org, and the link is also in my Instagram bio and on my Facebook page.
0: Fantastic. Your final song, what's it going to be?
2: I think it's going to be From Where I Still Am, which is what I end everything with, and I was trying to come up with something else to end with, and I was just scared. So I'll do this instead. All right.
0: Fantastic. Thank you again. Get home safely. We'll talk soon.
2: Thanks.
1: She said, I think I'll go to Brooklyn with a ticket in her hand. But the world drove her to Cleveland by way of Bethlehem. And she sobbed in hotel rooms and in buses and on couches on the way. A sense of obligation, a weighty family name, a drive to share the moments after everything had changed. But even as a chorus, it feels empty to say I love bus tickets all be damned and the love and the need and the fear and the grief gripped her heart the fierce and tested loyalty that same great family name a black hole where a stellar light has always been the same